0: All right. Welcome to the Lazaro lab. I'm Matt Lazaro and Ryan once again is not with us. Yes, he's still alive, but he is just busy guys or pretending to be busy. I think he's out there doing curls. Probably he can't (laughs) let his biceps get too small. So today we have a new guest. Mr. Nick Huerta, soon to be Dr. Nick Huerta, in what, the next few months? Yeah, a couple months. months. Yeah. i will be graduating. Nice. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, I met you a long time ago, I feel like. Like, weren't you still in high school? Man, yeah, I think it was
1: in high school. Uh, yeah, back in uh, Max Muscle. Oh, gosh, yeah. In. Yeah, I think I just came in and was like, what can I do to get big? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get big for football, and yeah, yeah, that's when we first met. Oh
0: man, you know, so yeah, you've been fitnessing for quite quite a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was pretty lucky, you know. Started with Vince Carter. Oh yeah, doing uh,
0: football type stuff. Dude, that's wild. And just stuck with it, didn't? uh, Was that uh, while you were still at St. Mary's? Yeah, I was a junior in high school. Didn't you guys already have? I thought you guys had your own strength coach. We did. Oh, yeah. We did. Okay, yeah. Um, We did
1: have a strength coach. Um, (laughs) Me and some other people just wanted a little more. (laughs) Um, A little different, maybe. But squats are bad for you, remember? Yeah, Yeah, and, uh, you know, came to Vince and just loved it. He prepared us pretty well. Um, And, yeah, and ever since then, my my training has you know, evolved from oh, know, starting yeah. with Vince.
0: Yeah. Um, Dude, that's back in the day. That's crazy. So to give you guys a, a time frame, um, you're how old you were 16. Yeah. And, and in a few months you're going to be graduating. So I'm 28 right now. 28. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, wait, I was trying to do the math real quick, but <laughs> quite a long time.
1: Definitely not yeah. 18 anymore. No. Canada, go Max out every day. Dude. That's for sure.
0: Man. Those are those are the good old days. I remember that's that's kind of how Ryan and I used to always work out. It was it's like you right. maxed out every body part once a week, yeah. every week, yeah. and you just get freakishly strong. That was our version of progressive overload. You know, <laughs> it's fun,
1: <laughs> and you feel good until you get hurt. Oh, I was and gonna then, say yeah. until you don't, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, dude. I remember uh, when you were you were. I remember you were posting a bunch when you were uh, when you were. I think you were on the East Coast and you were lifting. You're getting freakishly strong. You were. Did you ever make it to 500, squatting 500? Yeah, didn't get to a 500
1: squat. Um, I was trying to, you know, I did, I think, two squat cycles back to back. My knee just couldn't hang. What did you like, get up to, though? 460 <sighs> was what I got yeah. up to, yeah.
0: Yeah, but what were you weighing, though? You were not even that <sighs> so, heavy. So
1: when I squatted 460, I was probably, I was back in college, in undergrad. Mm. I was like 2... Maybe, um, Yeah, it's a good size for you. Since then, you know, since starting med school, I've probably lost 20 pounds.
0: <laughs> wow. Um, they don't feed you for one. <laughs> <laughs> no food. <laughs> Shoot. All you do is, uh, I mean, you've been doing your, uh, what, what have you been up to um, lately? Like, because you're not necessarily in school? Yeah. Right? So
1: med school, it's the way it works is the first two years um, preclinical so it's all classroom stuff traditional lectures gotcha stuff like that and then the following two years is all in the clinic you're at the hospitals you're in private clinics um you're learning the trade essentially nice and so that's pretty much what i'm doing now um you know i'm at the tail end of it so i'm just finishing up some electives have a lot of free time there You go, I'm in here quite a bit now, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Time to pack on those 20 pounds, right? right? Yeah, before I lose them again. <laughs> oh, god,
0: yeah, that's that. He that, ain't lying, right? So, what made you want to, you know, even go into medical school? Like, that's just oh, man. a daunting thing, yeah. Long, um, a lot of school,
1: it is a, a lot of school, <laughs> what, like 23rd grade or something now, <laughs> um. I, don't know, I was always interested in science. You know, I, I knew I wanted to do biology. Yeah. In undergrad, I did cell and molecular bio. Mm-hmm. Um, thought I was going to do research, but just, like, enjoyed medicine more. I thought it was more practical. Um, you're not, like, stuck in a lab. But you can still kind of do research if you want to. Yeah. And you're still, you know, involved with the sciences. Um, so that was kind of what got me interested in medical school nice. versus research. I was pretty lucky. I, I knew... Like biology is what I wanted to do yeah, pretty early yeah,
0: yeah. on. So I didn't really have to figure a whole lot out. It's pretty damn fun. I, I always thought at least too. But uh, yeah, but, yeah, it's you know, super cool. The, uh, you know, and that, that's led you to a lot of self-experimentation with your, uh, yeah, like, you yeah. Know, just physical, uh, like, I, what were we talking about? Um, I remember you said you were doing keto for a, quite a while.
1: Yeah, I did it. I think I first did it back in like 2018 or 19. I mean, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I started, you know, I, I did also did a master's degree before med school, and that was kind of when I first started learning about, sort mm. of, uh, you know, more more in depth about biochemistry stuff like that. Yeah. Learning about keto and uh, decided to try it out then, and you know, I was sold. <laughs> just felt super good. <laughs> well, uh, what in the world?
0: convinced you that it was something worth trying
1: yeah um i don't know i just read a lot about it yeah um you know all the hype it's like the fad diet whatever yeah call it whatever you want yeah um but then started diving into like the research a little bit and it it was um very interesting there's a book uh was it low carb performance oh uh, the art and science of low carb volick i think yep um read that and i was like you know i'm pretty into exercise performance type Stuff. So yeah, try yeah. it out, see how it goes.
0: Yeah, that that's a. I have that book somewhere in here. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. I Great book. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. I I I remember experimenting with it back in, I think it was, 2016, 2015 or something like that. Yeah, maybe around 2015 because, it was 2015, 2016, 2017 that I stayed pretty much ketogenic. Um, Wow. Throughout that whole yeah, time period? Yeah. yeah. There were like some that. minor fluctuations because one thing I got into eventually was uh, the Spartan races, and I wanted yeah. to run all the, the... I wanted to do all the trifecta while in Quito. And uh, I did it. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was... uh felt pretty... I felt great, but doing those races like... And, and it was not just the races. It was all the accumulative training and... I got into mountaineering at the time. Yeah. So I thought it was great that I didn't feel the need to eat much when I was out there. So when you're like hiking right. and climbing and doing shit for 12 to 14 hours and you don't need very much you food, hungry, yeah. you, you just feel good. Your energy is good. Your focus is good. Um, and one of the things that's that I, I was remembering was that, I thought maybe there was a chance it could alleviate some of the altitude sickness I was getting all the time. Interesting, yeah. And uh, it was just more of a theory, right? No one has, there's still no evidence on it either, but I felt like it was a, it felt like it alleviated some of it at times. That's Um, interesting,
1: yeah. I've never read anything or heard anything about
0: that. Well, my theory was like the amount of oxygen utilized for, you know, um, you know, fat metabolization, it, yeah. it's literally less than it's required, less oxidation f- than for, uh, carbohydrates. Carbohydrate, yeah. So I was like, well, maybe it'll help. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was all in my frigging head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Placebo effect is real, right?
0: Oh, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. That, that in itself is a really, really fascinating thing about research actually. The, yeah, uh, yeah. That whole placebo thing, but I've been getting into that.
1: A lot more recently since i've had a lot lot of time recently to read and stuff
0: to my understanding there's a lot of good studies that came out stanford recently on that i think there's someone that specifically specializes in researching that yeah yeah, somehow right well if you look at
1: placebo effect is very well established oh yeah but then if you look at you know all these other research studies that you know do these statistical analyses come to these conclusions which everyone is involved in now since covid Oh, God, and yeah. Like, Everyone's a statistician now. Yeah. And then you just have to be very careful about, you know, how you interpret this stuff. And, oh, God. Um, yeah. you know, oftentimes it's misinterpreted, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, what really is the truth? Because you can fudge numbers, you know, that's easy to do. Get a mm-hmm. p-value. Yeah. Less than 0.05. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what does it really mean? Yeah. And that's, I yeah. think a difficult thing with modern research
0: well i would even argue just people's understanding of what placebo is is probably not as sound as is what it really is like what? how would you explain it to somebody that has no general concept of it yeah i mean i think it's
1: sort of tricking your mind into Mm -hmm. believing that you're receiving something Mm -hmm. that you're really not essentially (laughs) yeah i mean would you agree with that
0: yeah, I think I think so. There's, I think there's also the element that it's like there's, it still operates within normal physiological. Yeah, you know things that yeah, are yeah, possible, right? Crazy, right? Yeah, so it's not like it's saying if you, there's no placebo to make you think you ran faster, right? Right, right. like right. like, <laughs> but it's still within a range of something that can can technically happen. Yeah, I would imagine that just that that influence to create the right circumstances for it to happen even with less of a let's say like a chemical influence yeah. right like a, a, drug, a drug per se right um i guess we yeah. should maybe more more better
1: define what a placebo is so it's be- just for yeah. the listeners yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Just, that's uh, what, <laughs> everyone's lost they, yeah, they already yeah. they stop listening <laughs> <Nick. No. laughs> so let's just say like in the context of research right you have um, a group of people, hundred people, you're gonna separate them out into 50 people in one group, 50 people in another group. Yeah. One group receives the drug. Mm-hmm. The other group receives nothing or let's say, but oftentimes they'll kind of mix it up. So if the drug is like an injection, yeah, they'll give that to the group receiving the drug, and then the other group, they'll give them an injection, but it's just like, like saline, saline or yeah. something. So the, the participants have no idea. Well, that's
0: what they did with the vaccine trials, right? Right. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much every like yeah. randomized prospective oh, trial, and even if they're doing a like a, a pill, it's usually something. Yeah, like they'll give a them something. Or something um, like that. But then the placebo is the observed effect that
1: the people that don't receive anything, oftentimes you'll see sort of beneficial effects, sort of mm-hmm. like in yeah. line if they were to receive the drug, even though they're not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And so. Um, So that's why it's like an example. It is. It's, it's, well, it's pretty fascinating too. I I would even say like that effect even I think persists in, in normal everyday life when people make things like dietary changes and stuff. Yeah. Just like how we were just joking, like maybe it was placebo. Yeah. I felt (laughs) less altitude sickness. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it is, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the power of the mind. Um, Yep. Like, you know, come in when you're feeling depressed, try to do a workout, you know, you're not feeling it. And then maybe you'll come in two days later, feel great. You could probably do the same workout and do it like five minutes faster, just all based
0: on, you know, your, your general mindset. Yeah, you're right. Mindset. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very true, man. I mean, I feel like, I feel like that that's, uh, like I've had instances where, uh, like when we're mountain biking, there are certain, uh, routes that we've ran numerous times and I know how long it's going to take. Right. And I know my time and stuff. And um, I I know that some days I'm thinking, man, I don't feel that great today, right? But then all of a sudden something clicks and I'm like, eh, you know, then I look, pull up my my stuff. I'm like, oh, wow. Like I actually did significantly better than I thought. Right. or I did way worse than
1: I felt. <laughs> <laughs> That's more often the case for me. <laughs> no, I was
0: just gonna say, like, especially when we're doing something like it's a long climb, and I'm just like, "Yeah, dude, why is this taking so All much? It's right. like freaking microwave time. Like this, if are we there yet? Like yeah. <laughs> this, this cannot be that hard. Like I've done way, way worse. worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So
1: have you, uh, have you read the book um, Endure by Alex Hutchinson?
0: I feel like I have. I need to check something because I have so many. I I go through a ton so of audio books. It's
1: kind of in line with this, but in it he talks about. I think if I remember correctly, he's talking about himself. But he was a you know pretty good collegiate runner. Yeah. And he would run the fifteen hundred meter, and he would talk about how he'd try to go sub four minutes. Oh God. And he was always stuck at no, like no. Yeah. four, pretty close, like four hundred three, four hundred four. Very close, but he, he was at you know the sticking point, he couldn't yeah. get past it. Yeah. And then like one day he had this race and, you know, he starts running and then his first lap, they give him his um you know, his time. Oh, he split. His yeah. split. And <laughs> it was way better than, you know, he's ever really done. He's like, oh, like, like let's, oh, shit. let's keep it going. Let's keep it going, let's, yeah. Let's go. And he keeps going, yeah. you know, they keep giving him these splits. And then he finishes and it's like three minutes Fifty, like two seconds, like wow! He shaved that's a off, huge. Yeah, in running, that's that's, that's huge. People shave off like one or two seconds. You know? Yeah, that, exactly. That was, yeah, like insane. And um, he finds out after that the splits actually weren't accurate. Oh, they, they were like two seconds slower. Yeah, but in his head, he's like, oh, so he ran faster. Yeah, anyways. and yeah. it's just from thinking that he's running faster. So oh yeah, yeah. that?
0: You know, <laughs> so, you want to? Okay, so this is something that happens occasionally in the workouts. So. Sometimes when we're messing with the clock to start it, we'll be like, oh, um, it's not working the way I want it to work. So we'll just start at the one minute. Yeah. Right. And I forget that we started at the one minute and I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, shit, man, like I'm like a minute or two slower than I thought I would be yeah, doing, yeah. you know. And then you finish, and then I'm like, oh, man, I barely finished a minute before what I thought I was going to finish. And it was really like two minutes. And two minutes in a 12-minute workout is a lot. It's yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, Like definitely. And then I was like, oh, man, I should do that every day. You yeah. know, like make, it actually make me train harder. Take yourself. Yeah. 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 But no, I mean, athletic performance, it, it's like a really interesting thing to 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 dabble in all the time right just kind yeah. of see where you can push push yourself and stuff well it's tough too when you've been doing it for so long you kind of feel oh, like you get to play games with your, in yeah, your head. yeah yeah you get stuck yeah. at
1: certain things and start to do do things a certain way oh, neglect man. things you know
0: oh that's really easy for me yeah
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't want to do it you know like i totally skipped today's workout and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had no desire to do that amount of cardio Uh, it's a disgusting workout. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, so, you know, when, at the moment you said you're, you're, you're getting back into, to keto.
1: I am. Yeah. I think like probably for the rest of my life, I'll probably try to do it at least once a year for about a month to two months. Mm, mm -hmm. I don't think I could do it like, you know, for three years, two, Uh, three years, like two and a half years. Yeah. 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 I just, Enjoy carbohydrates too much.
0: (laughs) I, I, yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell is freaking, I don't know what was going through my mind back then. (laughs) That's
1: that's pretty impressive to do it for that long. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I'm I'm doing it now, probably, you know, a month or two months, just kind of switch up, you know, my my body's biochemistry for a bit Mm -hmm. and then, you know, switch back every year. Um, well, I'm, you, yeah, I'm three days in right now, so in the throes of it.
0: Yeah, that's usually I'm not. Like, that's usually the part that's really hard to get through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's usually when people say that they're on a ketogenic diet but they're eating carbs.
1: Yeah. This <laughs> workout was like the worst possible oh. workout for someone doing <laughs> ketogenic.
0: Oh man! Or you just needed to tell yourself it, it's it wasn't not right. Right. Yeah. Oh man. In my head. Yeah, yeah, right. That's yeah, all, yeah. right? It's not that it's a really hard workout. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, uh, I mean, so for for you, what are some of the 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 I, I, the health benefits that you're looking to gain?
1: Yeah, so you know, there's a lot. Um, one of the main things is sort of just insulin sensitivity. Yeah, you'll see. You know, I'm sure most people have read about how ketogenic diets can help with diabetes, which is you know, very well-established
0: diabetes, specifically type 2. I feel um, like though, not to interrupt, that most diabetics are not educated about that. Oh, no. That's I mean, the wild part. Yeah, most right?
1: most diabetics aren't. I mean, fat is bad is still touted as gospel, which is yeah. like complete nonsense. And based on, you know, bad science, you know, Ancel Keys back in the 60s. Yeah, and still yeah. like you see it today. Yeah, um, that,
0: you know, still a lot of guidelines say fat is bad. Well, you remember uh, a couple of years back, they actually changed the yeah. the the guidelines for saturated fat consumption. Yeah, they yeah. They removed it, I believe. They don't oh, have they? Yeah, they, yeah. It's not even, they used to say it was like, what, don't consume more than 25 grams of saturated fat. And I think they removed it completely. Yeah, that's interesting. In 2019, I think.
1: Yeah. Huh. What? Which uh,
0: organization? Like uh, the, uh, um, what's it called? The um, American Heart no, the oh goodness, I can't think of the, uh, <laughs> well, the, the freaking acronym right now. The main one, like main, the, the one that makes the food pyramid crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know which. Why one. the hell am yeah. I not thinking?
1: But they, I mean, they're all similar. ADA, AHA.
0: Pretty much, um, they all reference. They like, all go back to the same yeah. same crap.
1: Like the ADA and American Diabetes Association, they didn't even recognize counting carbohydrates until like 2019 (laughs) in their guidelines which like i remember i I was like a first or second year in med school and i was like wait wait, what what? What? like that makes so much sense why why count them when you could just take more insulin right right (laughs) um and i saw that was interesting Um, yeah and i think the the reasoning behind that is there's not a ton of evidence you know like huge prospective trials yeah um but it's like it it makes total sense if you look at the biochemistry, and there's well, yeah. tons of you know smaller studies, and then now it's I think pretty well accepted.
0: Yeah, that uh, low just carbohydrates
1: been... are beneficial for
0: well anyone in in a in uh, dealing with metabolic syndrome. is yeah, yeah. right. So, but that that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on, just because I I feel like you've you've had a lot of exposure to the general public now with with, with working in the uh, ER and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. So what well, what okay, like what's the most striking observance you have had uh, in, in reference to being around all these sick people, I guess you yeah, would say, yeah. right? Like, I mean,
1: in relation to like
0: metabolism or just in general? Yeah, both. All yeah. I mean, I can it does all kind of come back down to yeah, it, right? Yeah. You don't I mean, see a ton of healthy people in the ER. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also
1: one thing like kind of persistent throughout medicine is you know, People of lower socioeconomic status tend yes. to be sicker yes. and tend to group together geographically. Yep. You know, tons of stuff go along with that, unfortunately. I, and, um, you know, one thing, like, it would be nice to go in and, you know, educate all these patients, and then they just leave the hospital, and then they and then, like, improve yeah. in their, their A1C or whatever, right? But the fact is that, you know, most of these people don't have access they don't have the money they don't have the, they're working two jobs mm-hmm. they don't have the time or even like the very educational background you yeah know, i've gone i've gone through with patients teaching them how to read a nutrition label they're mm-hmm. like what's a carbohydrate mm-hmm. what is a fat mm-hmm. and um and so i think that's that's like the biggest observation i've seen because it's it's very easy for us to say let's just eat it yeah. cut out carbs yeah we're you know, pretty well educated. Um, we have the means to do so, but like the vast majority, at least in my experience, you know, just the last two years, um, a lot of people kind of don't really have the means to make those changes. Yeah. Whether it be socioeconomically or like educational or things like that.
0: I, I completely agree. I mean cuz you know, I'm, I'm born and raised on the South Side of Stockton like in the in the hood, like legitimately. And yeah. and it's like if I when I go back home and I observe my neighbors and I observe the people that are still living there and I and I observe the, my, my friends or family that still live in similar circumstances, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a very common theme, right? It's just uh it, it's I just wonder like like what actually has to change, to right? Make that change,
1: well, especially like when it comes to food, all the cheap stuff is the it's, sugary, it's processed, yeah. stuff. It's
0: all the subsidized. So when you're
1: when you're like pinching pennies, what are you what are you gonna go for? Yeah, you know, you got to feed true.
0: your two three kids. Um, soft it, ramen is very very <laughs> uh, much more cost effective at exactly, the end exactly. Yeah. I mean, it you tastes know? pretty
1: good too. To be honest, oh,
0: gosh. yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel so. horrible. It makes me feel so horrible. I don't know, man. But yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, but it's it's funny. It's like the, the the it does also come down to the the educational side of things because, like, if you're counting, you know, the amount of dollars you're spending on calories, absolutely buying processed right. food. If you're spending money on the amount of nutrients from a nutrient density standpoint, then you're definitely yeah. better off buying meat and right. vegetables <laughs> and stuff like that. But I know it's 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 possible. It's just not not going to be that common, yeah. Right? Because you know, living circumstances and whatnot. I don't think a lot of people, at least where we're at in the this this hoity-toity gym, uh, know what it (laughs) feels like to be poor, like like legitimately poor. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but it's 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 amazing though that like how how it influences your your health so so quickly. Yeah. I mean cuz like were you like age 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 wise like was there like a, a an age group that was there more or less or I mean by and large it's all you know elderly
1: elderly people in the hospital. Um but you know occasionally like 60s. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Like I guess, I mean, I guess sometimes the, 50s, 60s, yeah. Nick says if you're in your 50s, you're elderly. No, I'm just joking. It's all relative. Yeah.
1: Um, no, but like, you know, I, I think everyone should try to live to be 100 years old. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've heard like Peter Tia talk, talk oh, about the, yeah. the uh, Super Supercentarian Olympics. Yeah. And, you know, what, what you should achieve to do at 100. Yeah. You know, get up off the ground unassisted. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. It, you know, it's possible if you, you know, treat your body correctly
0: yeah well it's funny like i did that i did this uh i saw on squat university they did this like um you know shoe thing like you have your socks and shoes off and it's the balance test you put your sock <laughs> on your yeah. shoe with one foot up and i was thinking i was like this is kind of silly so i'll just do it whatever and then i got all these messages like there's a lot of comments but the messages directly to me were funny because they were like i tried it and i literally couldn't do it i'm thinking i'm like wow how could you not do that? It's such a <laughs> it's simple tough, thing. Yeah. And then I, I was like, "Huh. And these are not completely unhealthy people." Yeah, to be honest, yeah. that's the analyst think. I'm like, "Wow, is that That's And this, this actually goes back to what, some of the things I always think about too when people tell me, "Oh, I be I eat pretty good. I'm I'm kind of healthy, you know." Oh, like, I like that all the time in the hobby. but, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know why I'm so
1: sick drinking a Starbucks drink with 60 grams of added sugar. Like, oh, I eat healthy. Oh, man. Do do you know that? Do you know what the daily recommendation for added sugar is? I didn't
0: even know there was a daily recommendation. Yeah.
1: So they they are not recommended, like limit. Okay. Okay. I was like, whoa. Do you know what the limit is? No. So it's around 15 grams. It's different for males versus females. Yeah. Around 15 grams. Last I checked, it might have changed in the last year. But, and then. Do you know what the average consumption of actual consumption oh, of sugar is? I'm gonna per guess person? like seventy five
0: grams. Yeah, I think more. it's around
1: like sixty-five grams. Yeah. So like well above the you know, daily <laughs> like five times the normal limit. amount. Yeah, and it's like wh- literally one Starbucks drink is gonna have. Oh, I think okay. one pump for enough for a week. One for pump week. has like sixteen grams of sugar, and people are getting simple four syrup. or five pumps. Yeah.
0: You know, have you looked at a lot of the stuff that uh, the fructose research? Yeah, yeah, that stuff is uh, terrifying to me.
1: Yeah, they did um, at my university. One of our faculty members is pretty big. Um, it wrote some books. Nice. Yeah. So, oh uh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's we're awesome. pretty lucky. Yeah, we got Robert Lustig. I don't know if he's he's on faculty at our. I think he wrote. Um, I don't know. I, his first this, thing was a book back in the day. Yeah. yeah. He does a lot of uh,
0: research in uh, in kids. Oh, in kids. Back. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know who was really big on that? Um, was very anti-fructose. Uh, way in the beginning was uh, uh, the paleo guy. Um, oh, the uh, not the zone guy. No, 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 um, no, not that guy. The other uh, Chris Crusser No, oh. this is this guy's like way before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even before Rob Wolf. Yeah, I mean fructose is uh, no. What's his, I can't remember his name, but they I don't know, but the fructose, the whole fructose thing seems so crazy yeah. Yeah, when you I think mean, about it. It really is. I, I think it's on par
1: with with like trans fats in terms of how bad it is for you and all the you know, current research. Com- like, yeah, yeah, I know. Seriously, and it, you know, it's in like a lot of stuff in the yeah. stores.
0: Um, well, to, per- to, to, to to be more specific, because um, I don't want to like, I don't think very many people know the the what's the difference between yeah. different sugars and stuff like that. And I'm not even here trying to say like one sugar is better than the other, yeah. but. There, uh fructose, in particular, um, to to explain to everybody, you you your your liver has to break it down into glucose so you can actually use it, right? Well, yeah. So fructose, or, yeah, just like very dog general term. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
1: fructose, it is uh, like more specifically high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. So essentially, with sugars, carbohydrates, sort of all interchangeable terms. Yes. You have like monosaccharides and disaccharides. Mm. Mono, just like one sugar molecule. Dye, you have two sugar molecules attached, right? And ha- what high fructose corn syrup is, it's it's a version of... Um, it's one that got high. Sucrose. No. So, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I mean, basically. Basically, yeah. Uh, it's pretty addictive. But so sucrose is basic table sugar. Yeah. That's sucrose. It's, compo- it's a disaccharide. It's composed of... Um, a glucose molecule and a fructose molecule. Yep. Right. And then you have at a certain ratio though. Yeah. And then you have high fructose corn syrup, which like there's different kinds. I think there's like HFCS fifty five and seventy two. Mm-hmm. Or just increases the ratio of fructose to
0: glucose. Yeah. Um,
1: so you're you're having much more fructose in your diet. And fructose, like
0: well, fructose is naturally occurring in fruits. It's in fruits, yeah. Fruit yeah at sugar. a certain ratio with certain fruits. Yeah but it's also paired with other things like fiber right. and stuff right. like that. Yeah, so yeah. like you can't, um, well, you're also not getting 60 grams of it in, a, yeah, in an not, orange. Yeah, exactly. It's you're, like you're five, Five, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: And people are drinking this stuff and it's just oh, fuck. terrible. And it, it just has tons of, uh, ill health effects from like raising blood pressure, yeah. Um, it's associated with, you know, fatty liver or MAFLD, the new term now metabolic associated. Oh, that's the word. Fatty that liver, oh, wow. MAFLD, same yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the MAFLD one. Yeah. It yeah, 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 better yeah. actually. Yeah. It makes sense. And then... Um, so yeah, that's fructose. Very bad. Um, also triggers, you know, associated with pathways and obesity, you know, makes you more hungry. Um, and, yeah, so you know, less leptin receptors. Yeah. Um, it actually decreases your uh, metabolic rate, also.
0: Oh, to a is, it, is, it, is it the fact that you are, is it the fact that people feel like shit, so they just move so less? I, I think, <laughs> or is it actually affecting mitochondria?
1: Yeah, I think it directly affects mitochondria. Oh, and that's crazy! Directly, and yeah, it, yeah,
0: so slows down mitochondria. Probably. People in your cell is is you know the health of the mitochondria heavily dictates the health of you in general, yeah. right? Like overall, or just like uh, you know, it's funny. I always think every time I say the word mitochondria, I think a high school biology, <laughs> the, power the powerhouse, powerhouse yeah, of yeah, the cell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, but no, that I mean, so like. The funny thing is i remember when i started seeing all these uh commercials on uh, uh high fructose corn syrup they're like it's not so bad and it just shows like people look moderately healthy they're eating popsicle right and stuff. it's okay right. in normal <laughs> amounts which i i could say like look you or i if we ate like some high fructose corn syrup in a popsicle that was like f- literally like 60 calories I'm certain it's not going to harm us.
1: Yeah. Well, right. Maybe, I, I might maybe, even argue with that. Yeah. I I think, for the most part, it would it wouldn't. Yeah. But I think we spoke about this before. But the term like toffee,
0: oh yeah. on the outside, yeah, fat on the, on the inside. Like inside, yeah.
1: You see these thin people that have this fatty liver and they're insulin uh, resistant. Yeah. And you know it's partly attributable to fructose. But I mean, you know, we're pretty active, so well, that's what the I mean. Most so part, it's like think it, yeah, the energy
0: yeah. balance. we it's it's fairly easy for somebody like us to 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 burn more calories than we're consuming we we don't have a problem of energy balance um right generally i think that's like well that's the biggest issue is most people do i think
1: (laughs) in general terms calorie balance is probably yeah like where our guidelines shouldn't
0: yeah not on
1: what you should eat
0: no i agree i agree because i mean you know if things become too ambiguous in a sense it's just harder to like oh well what about this and what about yeah that? Yeah, yeah let's say for the general population like it, it it's and this is why it's like i i have some people that get mad when i tell them it's like you you have to be aware of your calories yeah and they're like well right. i shouldn't it's like <laughs> well you do you pay attention to how much money you spend they're like well yeah of course i'm like yeah it's the same thing that's how you know, like i don't understand i mean this is just me
1: personally i've been kinda ingrained everything I purchased from the store I look at you always ingredients yeah I look at the macros and the actual ingredients. Yeah. But you know you see people and they like zero clue about Mm -hmm. what's in the food.
0: Well you know so so you know we have a our in body is interesting, right? Because it it does also give you a um a score of visceral fat, right? Interesting. Yeah. So it's like on a scale of zero to thirty or twenty nine technically. Twenty-nine is definitely the worst, right? Ten is what they consider average, yeah. like a healthy average. But when you start getting down to uh, much leaner, like I'm like a three or something yeah. like that, or when someone's like single digit body fat, they're usually like a two or a one. Um, but most commonly, I see everybody is always at in the twenties. Yeah, always, no matter their weight. Yeah, um, <laughs> even if they're over, even if they're perceivably fifty pounds overweight, or even if they're ten pounds overweight, it's very common to see it at almost 20 at all the time and That's so interesting, yeah well you know and one thing that was pretty interesting i remember um reading about how visceral fat probably should be a it's a better determining factor of health than it is even just generally regular body fat it is yeah I, there's there's only so much you can do to change body fat or Depends on how willing, yeah, willing yeah, someone yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's, you know, there's different types of fat. Just for you know the listeners, there's subcutaneous fat. Yeah. There's visceral fat, which visceral just means like organ yeah. around your heart, liver, liver around kidneys. And um, you know, subcutaneous fat in and of itself isn't you know very as much associated with you know certain diseases. Yeah. But visceral fat. That's you know yeah. highly associated with cardiovascular disease and all all this stuff, um, and then also I mean I'm like metabolic syndrome,
0: the mm-hmm. waist circumference, yeah. which um, well, so like the beer belly for men, yeah, right? Like that and, that's also which is pretty common too. Like the guys, they'll have this distended belly, yeah, very little muscle, arms perceivably look normal, legs look kind of normal, all Right. but just like. But that is literally the accumulation of visceral fat right yeah. there. Yeah, which is that's pretty, alcohol. No no, bueno. Yeah. Well, similarly to... Well, the, the funny thing is I think a lot of people who do drink alcohol do drink probably a lot of fructose too sometimes or consume oh, fructose in general. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a double whammy to your liver. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's why... So what you just mentioned, it's funny you mentioned that because that's why... You know a lot of the nutritional studies you see nowadays there's tons of confounding mm, and you know yeah you see like an effect we were kind of talking about earlier saturated fat versus unsaturated fat yeah and changing one thing like or let's say a, an even better one is you know um, i know you eat meat so yeah you know meat is bad for you because yeah. all the studies with people who eat plants are healthier it's <laughs> like well if they're if they're already <laughs> taking a dietary you know, stance by saying they're not eating meat, they have some investment in their, their in their health. Yes, they're obviously
0: going to have. They're going to avoid things. They're obviously like, going to be healthier. Yeah, well, right. like uh, the the biggest one that everyone cites is the uh, those studies on like the seven, Is that the, the seven-day Adventist studies? I think that's down, a different one. Down south, there's a what's it called? I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, so like the the great example is is they they have the studies on all these. Uh, um, uh community of religious people basically where they don't eat uh they're vegetarians essentially Mm -hmm. but they tend to also eat less (laughs) and they are there's a huge emphasis in movement of just being healthy and they are usually trying to have better healthy relationships with each other (laughs) right (laughs) like like just just overall overall and the the it's like it's funny it's like but they're going to only point out the fact that they don't eat meat and they right. disregard all these other positive things that they're doing. Right. Yeah. It's like, it, no, it's just because they don't it's, eat meat. Yeah. Right? That's why they're not evil, right? Like, <laughs> I'm exactly. going get in trouble. Yeah, really nice. <laughs> um, it, but yeah that that's all, you know, super interesting. But the nutri one is interesting, right? That is that the one where they actually. Uh, oh, God, I'm trying to. So you know, I forget like, the
1: specifics of that one. It's it's been a while since
0: I've uh, read that one. but it's in the same realm. The same boat, right? yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. but it, it's, it's funny, it's like when you adjust and in, in they've done some meta-analysis uh, studies where they take all these studies and then they do like a they're like, okay, let's just look at the bulk of all the evidence right. and, and, and let's let's uh, level the playing field. So let's adjust for uh, what was it the uh, healthy eater bias, yeah. right So yeah and I think last I read, the vegans, the vegetarians and the meat eaters that all were non-smoking, exercised um, and had a very similar lifestyle thing, they all have the same lifespan. <laughs> yeah. And the only difference it was, and I don't remember where, where I was reading this, but the vegans tended to weigh a lot less because they on average consumed five to 800 calories fewer than everybody else. Oh, huh. Yeah. i mean you can't and eat the, that many vegetables anyways right? yeah yeah that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> they make me too full yeah, Like, <laughs> yeah. right you, you're not gonna go eat
1: a plate full of broccoli yeah.
0: yeah but then if you're so but also it goes back to like your your belief system so it's right. like if you are if your belief system is rooted in not doing certain things your general life's choices are going to be significantly different than the vast majority of the population right yeah that's why i think more general food
1: recommendations are probably better
0: for the population I, at large. I, I like, agree.
1: Avoid added sugar and, yeah. uh, you know, processed foods.
0: Well, because it, and it, it, it confuses people where they're telling them, oh, you know, red meat's bad for you. Okay, yeah, but right. did you know that red meat consumption's been declining since the 80s? Yeah. Like it's as all-time low and heart disease as an all-time high. So right. how is that a correlation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't... Continually. The, the, yeah, yeah, but it's like that's a poor way of associating it. But the funny thing is that is the most consumed um, animal product out of all of them is chicken.
1: Oh, interesting. Chicken I is didn't know that. Yeah. by
0: far so uh, if you look at the data on calories total, total calories consumed, the highest calories of uh, food groups in the United States, the top five is like chicken product. And that's basically like chicken nuggets, basically. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, corn, wheat, and what was the other one oh, for adults, alcohol isn't the top five, and then uh for kids, it was like uh fruit juices yeah. so you just replace <laughs> one with the fermented version later. Or imagine life. like potatoes because French fries oh potatoes is it. up there, you're, you're right, right. Yeah. no, 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 hundred yeah. percent it is. I think it's actually <laughs> top three so yeah. like that's the basic food groups of an American It's like chicken products, so chicken nuggets, french fries, bread, and you know. But even the meat consumption is, is not even top 30. Like, red meat's not even top 30. Yeah,
1: wow. Yeah, in oh, total right. calories Insected consumed. To be,
0: yeah. I would have thought it would have been higher. Right. But no one talks about that. I just want to yeah. say, I mean, eating red meat's bad. Red meat's bad. And, uh, you know, the the actual
1: risk, it's all just colon cancer. <sighs> which it's, yeah. red meat is classified in the same category as hot beverages.
0: So, oh, yeah, yeah, with throat cancer, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: and I don't want to, like, you know, make it seem like, Reducing cancer risk is not a big deal because, in what I'm interested in, you know, living to be 100, reducing cancer risk is a part of that. It's a part but, of that, yeah. You know, red meat, um, they say it, it reduces cancer risk, colon cancer by like 16%, 20%. That's relative risk. So <laughs> that's r- the term relative. I was going to gonna say like that. that. So it, it goes from absolute <laughs> risk, like 4.08 yeah. to like 4.0, you know, six or something four point so you're saying 95 percent chance you're okay <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um and then yeah and it, you know that just gets touted and then saturated fat along with that which i don't know if
0: you want to discuss saturated yeah i like that but, one well because uh, that's highly is they associate saturated fat with with red meat. so yeah that's and why.
1: so the whole thing is that so cholesterol right everyone yes. uh eggs are bad which eggs are not bad <laughs> um, so cholesterol, you know, highly associated with uh, cardiovascular disease, mm. LDL, I'm sure that's the term most people have heard, it's low density um, lipoprotein, which is just uh, it carries your cholesterol in your blood because your cholesterol
0: can't dissolve in, yeah. in Well, LDL, water. the funny thing is what people don't know is that's not actually the cholesterol mm. measurement. Right, that's right. the protein measurement of the transport. Or, yeah, or and there, you, there's like, better
1: metrics to measure. There's LDLP, yeah. you know. Um, yeah,
0: the, the particle POD size. Yeah, yeah.
1: But so, and high LDL is um, very. Research has shown it's very causal with mm-hmm. cardiovascular atherosclerosis, which is you know, clogging of your arteries. To put it simply, um, it, there's no doubt about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like high LDL associated. With atheros or not even a- causal, causal yeah, causal. So that's why you know a lot of people take statins to lower LDL. Um, and li- what we found out was saturated fats tend to raise mm-hmm. LDL. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh no, <laughs> that means they it's associated. They now, raise yeah. Yeah. risk of cardiovascular disease. Yeah, but then you know we found out oh wait there was different. Types of these LDL particles. There's yeah. small, dense ones and large, buoyant ones. Yeah. And, you know, most American, the standard American diet, who's eating saturated fat, you know, they're eating saturated fat in a McDonald's burger or mm-hmm. like, you know, things
0: like that. Well, it's not just, they're not going and eating just saturated fat. Right. They're, they're eating, mean, it's what's associated with it. Yeah. They're drinking. And these soda. studies don't control for that. No.
1: And no. so the standard American diet, <clears throat> quote unquote, those people, well, I don't know if this has been proven in literature, but just this is like my theory. Those people have higher LDL, but it's the small dense mm-hmm. ones that mm-hmm. are way worse, way more inflammatory. And people are eating, you know, red meat and avocado oil mm-hmm. or not avo- avocado Olive oil, oil. Not saturated fat. Um, coconut oil is what mm-hmm. I meant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Th- that probably raises the large buoyant ones. Mm-hmm. So absolute LDL goes up. Yeah, sure. But I don't think any studies have really shown that by consuming more saturated fat, it leads to actual um, more cardiovascular disease. It raises LDL, sure, but yes. that, that doesn't translate to the increase in cardiovascular disease because yeah. it's a different LDL.
0: I think a lot of the research that they took was in the Jupiter studies for Crestor, essentially. Right? Yeah, right. They were like, okay, so if we notice that people that have high LDL end up with heart disease sooner, we should give them a statin to reduce yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because. Before that, if I remember correctly, um, a company was trying to make a drug that increased HDL, but it was that's, it was harmful. Yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. No study, I don't think, has ever shown that increasing HDL leads to increased. Uh, no, no,
0: not- no. But they, but they all know. But having
1: high HDL is associated with
0: being healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah less yeah, cardiovascular yeah. disease.
1: Right. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah. So, so it's like it's all hung up around. I mean, there's some stuff we just don't
1: understand. About uh, yeah, like yeah. I think it's like the fundamental.
0: It, but it, it's so fascinating that I think a lot of the general perception of these things is based around, at the end of the day, like pharmaceuticals, pharmaceutical yeah. consumption. Because if there was not a pharm- uh, something to decrease the LDL, right? Mm, I, I would say that maybe they would have looked into things differently. Yeah, maybe agreed. at that point. I mean, st-
1: statins specifically, statins definitely, you know, work, they save Well, lives. they reduce
0: inflammation, essentially, it,
1: possibly, right? Yeah, but the, there are dietary interventions. I, th- I just think, you know, most of most people would rather
0: take a pill than. You but know. you I don't I don't know if I if I remember, but I remember reading about this more that Overall, it still didn't help them prevent having another heart attack. Like it extended oh, like sec- secondary. Yeah. Pre- I'm not too sure about research on secondary prevention,
1: but I know primary for the listeners, primary prevention is preventing like the first event from happening. Yeah. So if you've never had a heart attack, it's preventing a heart attack. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and then um secondary
0: prevention is like You've like already had someone who's already had a heart attack, yeah. they're going to put them on stands. But and a lot then, of the times people don't even uh, make it past the first one. <laughs> right, yeah. So that's that's funny you say
1: that. I remember we were in this lecture and we're talking about, you know, we, you know, we see patients, we don't know what's going on. Our first time meeting them in the ER. Yeah. And they posed a question. Um, how do most people with heart attacks present to the hospital?
0: Because they're dead, right? Right. Yeah. Death. Death, Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I the think, first side of it. I don't know, like
1: the... <laughs> The Total percentage, but I think it was super high, 40 50 percent. Pretty high, yeah, too, yeah. If, I,
0: if I remember that, yeah. that, those were some striking. You know, most numbers. people would say, uh, chest pain, yeah, you know, no, shortest yeah. breath, yeah, like probably had that all yeah. the time, <laughs> right, right? So, yeah, try to, that primary prevention is very important, nah, yeah, but not, nah, I mean, kind of going back to general, let's say, general nutritional recommendations seem to be probably the most important thing because when you start demonizing one thing or another you're still not accounting for the main thing all to there's maybe two factors right sugar consumption and total calories consume right but they associate they're, they're associated with each other because people who tend to consume more sugars or processed foods tend to consume more calories is it's easier exactly i mean yeah. like if i go to in and out and try the portion control the French fries is freaking near impossible. Yeah, I'm
1: not pr- if I'm at in and out in the first place, I'm not portion controlling. <laughs> I'm getting two three yeah. by threes and two
0: fries. Yeah, yeah. Dang two fries, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'll feel like an asshole if I did that. Oh, I'd feel terrible after yeah. Well, it's it's cause I'm good. It's good. Eat, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna eat whatever's left over from my kids. So, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably still consuming <laughs> right. <laughs> I just don't want to order it for me. You yeah. Know?
1: <laughs> makes you feel better about yourself. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean I, I agree. I think that's the number one thing is total calories. Yeah. And then, you know,
0: cutting out sugar. Or even if you can get people to maybe consume more protein, right? Yeah. Like, and that, that's another that, thing. That tends to lead towards better appetite satiety and just Yeah. You know. But the interesting thing about protein or foods, let's say foods are dense in, in uh in proteins that have the complete amino acids, which tend to be animal protein. Right. You get the vast majority of all your nutritional needs from meat. Yeah, that's like, actually very interesting. You with said, the exception yeah. of vitamin C, right? Yeah, but almost everything else that you need, like for sure, I'm need. To think
1: what else you would?
0: No, like almost know, yeah. almost everything. Like, because if you have, you can even get a, uh, you know, you're talking like ev- everything, all the fat soluble vitamins, and yeah. and you know, if you consume red meat, you get a higher concentration of certain B vitamins with certain cuts. Yeah, and, you know. That's the funny thing. It's like it's just all there. Yeah. Well, I know
1: people that have done, you know, the carnivore diet and they feel great, which is yeah. literally just
0: meat, which I, I, I don't know if I'd try that because I don't know. So I, oddly enough, I, I, I accidentally did that for a while. <laughs> accidentally? Well, I did it for a while when I was keto because I was just sick of eating everything else. <laughs> right. Like literally I was eating like spoonful D- I mean of there's not that much oil. stuff dude I I take so, down olive oil. Yeah. I was doing that. I was drinking yeah. olive oil yeah. and and coconut oil. It gets old. And then I had to like adjust to taking in so much MCT oil so I didn't yeah. shit my pants like <laughs> but but there was a span there where I literally was just eating massive amounts of red meat just just all meat and I felt great. Yeah. Um and it, it, that was one of the re, one of the things that led me to, to understand that I actually do not digest vegetables very well, because all my bloating went away. Interesting. All my um, all all these weird digestive issues that I had, um, and because prior to that, I noticed that I did not do great when I ate um, wheat specifically. Hmm. Um, long story short, like I was always having like weird skin issues, um, yeah. like literally break out in hives. Um, What brain fog, feel like shit. Most likely, like sugar levels were fucked. Yeah. yeah. For something, right? Carbolases and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it was interesting. So, long story short, like there was a span of maybe a couple of months where that's all I was doing with the occasional avocado. Yeah. uh, And, you know, like, you know, I was still doing like whole eggs. Um, And then, and I, I really think the biggest reason a lot of these people feel great is very similar to why people feel great when they start a vegan diet. Like they remove the bulk of the, the of the bad the, stuff, right? Yeah, the yeah. bulk of the bad stuff that's causing these like huge fluctuations in their sugar levels, or just you know, it's really hard to eat too much when you yeah. eat like that at <laughs> yeah, one it's sitting. It's very difficult. Yeah, I mean, I could try to eat a four pound tri tip at one sitting, but <laughs> I'm I'm gonna slow down yeah. pretty quick, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, that's interesting. That's an you know. Interesting observation because, you know, I have heard anecdotal stories like that where yeah. people do like carnivore diet and feel great or, you know, even some people will do a vegan diet and feel great and yep. do like some other diet like keto with meat and not feel great. Yep. For whatever reason, people have different bodies, people respond to diets differently, and that's why, you know, there's not one one solution. Yeah. Um, just like same thing for ketogenic diet. Like some people um They'll respond to saturated fat. You know, LDL tends to go up yeah. in everyone, but some people just, just skyrocket. Sky, and yeah. I, like those people, probably should avoid ketogenic diets.
0: Yeah, um, there, there's there's good evidence for that. Like right. like not everyone. Definitely not everyone should eat the same. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think that like gets forgotten sometimes. Oh man. If
1: that like happens to me too. I I read something. You know, people should eat low fat. Know, start like yeah. Blood will start boiling. They should. Like, no, no, no. <laughs>
0: No, nah, but that it, it's but even even with with when I'm working with clients, I've had clients who were you know, I'm like, "Hey, let's try this. Let's try this for a little while." Yeah. And then they try and they're like, "Wow, I feel good." I'm like, "Okay, so I think that's a temporary solution, yeah. though, right?" Because at the end of the day, I think as is being as humans have been around for so long, we should have the capacity to digest and feel fine with most things. Right. I think that that shows a robust, healthy system, right? And when you're not able to you know you're just inferior genetics right No, not, <laughs> no 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 that's me actually <laughs> but but they're 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 there you to believe that maybe something's wrong and, and right. one, one thing i've struggled with personally for a long time is dairy and the funny thing is it's like pretty much all my brothers can eat dairy my son could eat dairy like and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me, yeah. right? It like wrecks me. Ha, has it gotten worse as you've gotten older? It or has. has it, yeah, yeah, That tends to happen. But interestingly enough, I, 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 I've been experimenting, <laughs> like always. And I've always noticed that when I, <laughs> I, I... I always had a theory like, well, there's something wrong with my digestive system, right? Like the inability to digest, you know, may, maybe not produce... Because uh, even when I would take the lactase enzyme... It still wouldn't help. Yeah. So I felt like there's something else going on, and so I was like, I've always messed around fermented foods and different things like that, and whether that's be, you know, probiotic supplementation or actual um, kombucha and uh, fermented sauerkraut and all these things, right? All of those things I always still had like some weird reactions to, and the yeah. one common thing uh, amongst uh, those types of fermented products was like uh, they tend to have higher histamine. Oh and interesting. Yeah, and so I would always have like this weird like histamine response yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was always like I was like ah whatever but for the most part I felt fine. Uh, one thing I decided to finally try was actual like whole milk kefir or kefir. Yeah, yeah. Um and it was really a gamble because <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: <stop. laughs> Oh it's, it's like it's like yogurt. Seen. It's, just, yeah, it, it's yeah, essentially
0: yeah. watery yogurt. That's what it is. But it, it's 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 unlike yogurt. Yogurt in most commercial settings is not actually having the active benefit at all. (laughs) Um, But this stuff is just like pouring out the thickest milk you've ever seen. And I'm just thinking not only is that disgusting to drink, but I'm really taking the gamble. I better not have to go to work for a while if if something goes wrong. But uh, about a month of consuming it so far, I've been able to eat cheese every day without any issues. No way, yeah. Very bizarre, I, right? Yeah, no discomfort, no bloating anymore, no excessive gas. Like, yeah. <laughs> real. And then um, my skin used to break out a lot. Like, like literally break out from around the time I would consume dairy. You know, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. This this I'm, ho- reaction. I'm hoping it's it's gonna stick, or maybe it's placebo. Yeah. I just told myself it was gonna work. <laughs> I think that's the direction like medicine is going, because a lot
1: of these people would have you know these different types of food sensitivities, and they all manifest differently. You yeah. Know, you you had like this rash. And yeah. so some people have you know pain in certain parts of their bodies. Some people have you know brain fog. All types of stuff. And I think mm-hmm. you know traditionally that's been written off as like. Oh, you're crazy. That's not real. But now we're seeing like, oh, you cut out this stuff and your symptoms go away. You
0: know, there's uh, Yeah. And then you bring it back in and they come back. You know, there's some something going on there. I have some clients right now, some newer clients that are actually, uh, they have, um, they're on, what's that drug? Lyrica, right? So they use that usually with fibromyalgia for nerve pain. and. You know, I was like, hey, so have you ever thought about, like, really maybe just a, you know, a food elimination diet? Like, have yeah. you considered it? Because I was like, you're obviously seeing me because something's wrong. <laughs> and, and, and and then because they, they they said that they just, you know, feel like shit all the time, basically. They're like, I'm right. having a hard time just getting stuff done. I'm like, well, let's just try to eliminate a bunch of foods and see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. You know, lo and behold, remove all, like, you know, the 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 grains and anything that could could be of a processed process sort yeah. and you know plenty of fruits vegetables and um and meat and whatnot and almost you know it's funny i i i didn't ask anything about their their fibromyalgia right i'm not i'm not treating anybody but then they're volunteering yeah. information about how they uh stop taking their medication because they feel fine for a change wow yeah and it's really wow well, that's a very interesting pathology also fibromyalgia. Oh, that's like, do they even know what it really is? Like, that's no. one of those things that's just like a general like, term for yeah. people. That just are always... for,
1: for the listeners, fibro, fibromyalgia, it's basically, you have all these like tender points all over your body and you have, you know, fatigue and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of all these symptoms like mass describing. And uh, yeah, I think people think it might be associated something to do with like phosphates, uh, some sort of... Yeah, you know, some micronutrient like disposal or, you know, yeah. pathway. But yeah, people don't really know. People yeah. really just have this pain and don't really know what to do. But yeah. like you're
0: saying, food... Yeah, it's just interesting. Like some, maybe something in their diet was causing some, some excessive inflammatory, inflammatory yeah, response yeah, yeah. that wasn't being regulated properly, you know. Yeah. But I've seen that with other clients that have had like lupus and I mean, you name, name an autoimmune disease. Yeah. Uh, oh. I've had somebody that I've worked with that noticed the difference when they changed their diet. Definitely. Literally within days though. Like it's like, yeah, it's pretty instant.
1: Yeah. yeah, And m- most people are pretty hesitant for that kind of stuff until they get the results. They're like, oh wait, food, yeah. food actually is a big deal.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like, who would have thought what you put in your body yeah. has a, a <laughs> chemical response. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, uh,
1: have you heard of like the, um, longevity performance paradox? Oh, uh, like, like how basically, you know, for performance sports, uh, top CrossFit athletes, uh, you know, running marathons and stuff that those guys got to eat, you know, thousands and thousands of calories.
0: Oh, absurd amounts of food. Um,
1: yeah. Just to, you know, maintain their, sh- their output, uh-huh. but, the you know, longevity performance paradox that it says, you know, you would think. That most of those guys are, you know, pretty healthy. They're out there um, killing themselves, and they are, you know, they're for definitely now. healthy. No. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, you know, most research shows that actually, like, decreased um, calories are beneficial for like living longer. Yeah, you know, yeah. over the long term. So that's sort of, you know, just this little paradox that's interesting. There's actually another paradox that, like, yeah, that in like hospitalized very sick people, mm-hmm. like people with heart failure, mm. um, overweight. People like with heart failure, for example, tend, tend to live longer, have better outcomes. So, we're talking BMI from like not necessarily super obese, but like 25 to 30. And really? they think that just having that, that mass extra, like, because you're at that point, you're already like this chronic inflammatory, you know, you already have this heart failure, and um, that places your body under a lot of stress. So, having that extra fat. Um, Allows your body like extra energy to utilize. Yeah, to, to compensate. Basically, yeah, yeah, it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, there's also I, dude. Actually, I do remember uh, reading about that because, um, God, what was it? I think there was something else about the obesity paradox, right? Like how how certain people are obese by standards of BMI but they're actually fairly healthy and and normal lifespans without, um, additional, you know, pathology, like early onset pathology, right? Like, so like, they're not, because everyone essentially dies of the same thing. Just, you're either going to die from it when it it happens. Yeah. We want to delay it. Yeah. Unless, yeah, that's like successful aging, right? Is you're
1: preventing the onset of illness and then also like, extending the number of years you're living. Yeah, but even like take, active functional years. Yeah, right? that's what I was going to say. Or, so
0: what uh we call that uh health span. Right. right. Like right. so your quality of life. Like, exactly. You know, it, it's it's uh it's pretty crazy like to think like yeah, I know a lot of, I I've seen a lot of people live into their 90s, but you know, by the time they're 90s most of them are not doing much. Right, exactly. And I you think know. even
1: in terms of healthcare spending um, A huge percentage of healthcare spending is spent, like in the last year of life.
0: Yeah, dude. I remember reading that the amount of money spent in the last couple years of life exceed your total lifetime expenses. Period. Really? Yeah. 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 Which kind of makes sense <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, people definitely
1: utilize you know the healthcare system more as they get older. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, I don't know. <laughs> probably should do it the other way around but <laughs> like throughout preventative right. yeah preventative that's well the only type of medicine practice that's everyone exclusively acknowledges as preventative is dentistry yeah <laughs> that's it like really like i yeah like everyone knows you should brush your teeth so you don't have to go to the dentist yeah, right. <laughs> not that you fl- don't have i was reading to. this thing about flossing
1: i guess flossing like isn't it's not that good for what you people think you know, it's touted as...
0: Well, I don't do have it much, so... Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, know, I, re- I just read some headlines,
0: some cl- That's clickbait headline. Ah, uh, yeah. All in the trap. I can't help but read that. It though, happens so. to me all the time.
1: Read it. <laughs> Reddit.
0: Too. Oh, no. Yeah. I try to stay off of there. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. I don't
1: have any... I just have Facebook. as my only social media because... Really? Yeah, yeah, Because, Well, I mean, if you count
0: Reddit, that's No, that's kinda. kind of, yeah. You're not really but, communicating with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are, that's like commenting on YouTube. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: yeah, no more Instagram. I, I couldn't do it. All the <sighs> fake science and, you know, from...
0: I honestly, when I get on, I just post stuff and try to get off. Yeah. Like, I really try it's not tough. to... I really try not to read anything because it just makes me mad. That exactly because like awesome. and at least on Facebook, I don't even see any of it. But on Instagram, like shit that I don't even follow is still popping up. And I'm like, what? yeah,
1: what is this crap? Plus, then I see all the gym videos and it makes me feel bad about myself
0: about how oh how weak I am. <laughs> like 16 uh, year olds out snatching us. And
1: right, you know, it's actually pretty interesting since I've lost, you know, whatever, 20, 25 pounds. You're
0: still freakishly
1: strong. Yeah. One thing I've noticed, you know, my squat strength has gone down a little bit, Mm -hmm. but my, uh, pulling strength, like my deadlift and clean and, you know, pulling off the ground hasn't really changed a whole lot, which is very interesting to me. I can still, you know, deadlift and clean kind of what I used to. That's interesting. I wonder, like I was thinking, I don't know, some sort of, I mean, I, I eat hypocaloric for the most part, most yeah. days, and like back in the day when I was training a lot in college, I was definitely not eating hypocaloric. He's eating everything. Eating everything. Yeah. Probably drank a little too much too.
0: Yeah, um, we all did.
1: <laughs> but uh, you know, I think part of the reason for that maintenance of you know posterior chain strength would might be like evolutionary. Mm. So you know, if mm. you're starving in the wild, you still need to run. This and is you're true. Choosing, like, your extensors
0: and I don't know. Yeah. Just, that's interesting. You know, conjecture, but also the, just, the development of those muscles over, over years though. Um, it, it's not just the muscles, it's your tendons and right. you know, the tendon strength, the tensile strength and stuff like that. I don't think that really goes away yeah. right away. And especially when you're pulling, I'd yeah. imagine that, that, that movement when you're good at it too. the mechanic, the, Understanding the mechanics of it, exactly. like that's a huge thing too. Well, also what's interesting is like the difference between muscle size and muscle strength, and oh yeah, one does not mean the other. There's yeah no, anyway. but the the best damn Olympic lifter weight weightlifters I've seen don't look that great, like right, yeah. f- physique wise, uh, at least perceive. Let's just they do they're in great shape, but. If you're what people look at them, they don't think like, oh wow, they can clean and jerk four hundred right, pounds. They right, think like, yeah. oh, they're kind of in shape. Like, Sh- well,
1: strength is a very interesting. Yeah, trait. yeah. It's like, yeah. what is it? Is it
0: like neural
1: adaptation
0: or? Uh, well, it's it's interesting too. Like specifically to to let's say uh, weightlifting. I remember I was reading uh, something that Andy Galplin, uh He's a he's a. Oh God! Was he? He re- researched like sports performance stuff, and then they, they specific to athletes, and they mm-hmm. did some muscle biopsies on mm-hmm. uh, Olympic weightlifters, and they were like ninety eight percent fast twitch. Like, yeah, absurd. No other sport was close. Like literally, <laughs> right, not right, even remotely right. yeah. close. I'm trying uh, to think, what
1: else would even be like sprinters? I guess. Um, yeah, even Short them, distance. they were
0: still not not even that close. Yeah. Uh, them and throwers, right? Like you know the yeah, like, yeah, hammer right. throws and stuff like that. They're kind of like the, the the next in line, if I remember correctly. But it's pretty fascinating, even that they were even talking about how that can change over. Like you can you can you can be born with a certain amount in. There's even this in between fiber yeah, type right. that
1: there's like type one, type two A, yeah,
0: and then they can change, so you right. can become more dominant on one end or the other. But I don't I don't know, like I, it, it's you know a lot of it is neurological, a lot of it's just maybe bone structure mechanics and you know, yeah. it's it always fascinates me when I feel stronger because I'm like how come I can't always feel like this right, yeah you know? <laughs> right. even
1: the day right yeah. like some day or time of
0: day I can't even deadlift
1: you know 400 pounds which yeah is, for me that's a you know not a that's super not, heavy percentage yeah. um and then other days you know I'm repping it out for you know five eight reps yep pretty easily and it's like why is that you know I, what what's I, responsible for
0: i remember one week i pulled like 475 for a triple and i was like wow this is great right and then uh without a belt too and i was like nice. damn and then i and i tried uh and then i remember doing the workout and there was 315 and it felt heavier oh, i was yeah. like "What? what's going on <laughs> like, did i lose it all like yeah, <laughs> yeah. some bad sleep the night before uh, probably but the, all the variables right like it's funny and i like deadlifting. it's like the only thing i'm decent at yeah. like, i say decent just because like my squat's not as big as my deadlift right well
1: everyone's good until you compare to someone who's a lot better than you right Every like that's so true oh god yeah
0: i try not to yeah it's good for me exactly.
1: that's how that's how you end up getting hurt that's how
0: yeah you yeah you would it. think i would slow down considering how i'm almost 40 and it's just like Man, no, I mean, you're in great shape for it's all show and no go, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, it's funny, too. It's like uh, I was talking to my um, brother about this. It's like we spent a lot of years early in life developing a lot of muscle tissue. Like if we look at from the time that we were like 13, 14, like starting to hit puberty all the way till I was like 19, 20, literally all that time was spent just eating an, an absurd amount of food yeah <laughs> and, and gross amounts of protein and just lifting a, as much weight as possible right and then so it's just like that's why i try that's... to explain to people i'm like look it went from being 120 pounds to 250 pounds from from the age 14 yeah. all the way You got to, up to 250. yeah 240 wow. uh, damn near 250. what, what body I'll... fat I don't know. I still kind of saw my abs like yeah. they were still poking a little. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Like uh, I was still pretty lean. I, I wow. wish, I wish I had, I had more pictures. Um, but I felt like a fat slob <laughs> because of how much I had to eat. But then when, when I see when I see pictures of other people have, I was like, oh, actually, I was you know still same vascularity. Like, yeah. It's just not a, not a cinched waist, you know. Right. But that was like when I was like tw- nineteen, twenty. You know. So it's just like just. Every year, yeah. gaining 20, 30 pounds over the summer or more. And right. Well, I think also there's
1: something to be said for starting to exercise early on. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some, you know, neural changes oh, that occur, yeah. you know, whether
0: you know in the muscle, in the brain, um, well, that affects. You, that along with taking advantage of the hormones right. present and, and, you know, yeah. I think we, I think my family has decent genetics because I, I look at my son, he's only 12. And he's starting to to be a little more consistent lifting weights, yeah. and he has like abs popping out, just full <laughs> veins, tricep develop, just a little chest muscles, and I'm like, he's not even doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> and half the time he's just like. I mean, that's how around.
1: humans should look, right?
0: Yeah. Like no, we, we have, should. Yeah. Well, if okay, like let let's elaborate. Like if if we were not like in the wild, in the, in the yeah, exactly. It's not what we are today. And I definitely don't want to live like that. Yeah. I could do enough backpacking right. to know I don't want to live like that. Exactly. I mean, we live way longer now, oh, even yeah. with, you know, all the yeah. things we're talking about today. It kind of
1: nitpick. Makes me feel nitpicky. It does, like, right? Like, oh, this cardiovascular disease, fat, you're still living to be 80, 80 years, years old. Right? <laughs> like, you know, a thousand years ago. 2000 oh. you're, you're dying in your what, yeah. 30s 40s
0: it, it, and I, you know it's funny they're in the in in the uh paleo community they get real mad when you talk about how shorter the lifespans were generally and they're like well infant si- infants infants enti- and tie well i can't you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. killing babies basically because they didn't want to take care of them <laughs> mm-hmm. um the the crazy thing is is like the, they are there are good examples of some hunter-gatherers that do live long like the Maasai and the um Oh God, there's another. There's a couple of. Uh, it starts with the H. Um, but anyways, but but there's some really good examples where they do live just as long as we do, and they are living off the land. Right. You know? <laughs> but I don't think that was the the av- the norm. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Like like not. like yeah. those those tribes are still around because they were doing something right. Yeah. Whereas right. all the other ones. <sighs> well, yeah. that's even like all yeah. that evolutionary bio.
1: That's like the cause of all our disease today? Like why fructose is so bad for you? Because because back then you would starve. So you want to eat a bunch to get a bunch of
0: fat. Yeah. So you would live and you didn't have to eat. So it's like fruit is typically a more summer type of thing. Right. Summer comes before fall. And after fall, you go in the winter. And, you know, it's like you you need to get fat to survive.
1: And I think that's like the main driving factor, I think like high fructose corn syrup, for example, that was sort of I think that started around like World War One or two. Yeah. A sort of a way yeah. to, you know, feed the population. Like it was because well, they were starving right. after a while. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then it just led to, you know, there's tons of food available. No one's out. I mean, for the most part, you know, yeah. searching for, you know,
0: food, worried about not being able to find food in the first world. Right. right? Like yeah. in, in those circumstances. You know, which still blows my mind how like world hunger is a thing
1: yeah, I think
0: it's still like
1: I think I read like this came like ten percent of the world is starving. is that I don't know if that I, figure's I, don't, had, I don't know the figures, but yeah. I
0: remember this tweet that went out from the, the one of the organizations that helps uh, supposedly that they were saying if Elon Musk uh spent a certain amount of billions uh, that he could solve it. And, and then the funny part was he goes well show me exactly how and I will sell a certain amount of stock to give you that money right but that's the thing like no one's figured out the logistics of, of how well to it's fix it is tough it's yeah it, it is I mean, it it's is very hard um like if you if people haven't traveled to a third world country it's really hard to understand right anything right like and I haven't done much and I know travel, like you know? I've, I've I'll
1: preface this with you know I'm not I don't have a huge business background but i've read a little bit how like pharmaceuticals here we pay a higher amount to subsidize other countries receiving like, yes. certain drugs yes and um you know people always want to complain about the drug prices here which yeah you know there's problems with that but then what's going to happen to like the rest of the world yeah we like there's just i think a lot of repercussions
0: a lot of people don't think about and they're not even aware of well but i think can... their
1: intentions are good
0: Yes. But, yeah. Uh, well, you know, there's 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 just a lot of money that comes out of our uh, just that that pumps out into all these other countries, right? And that right. that has became more prevalent now in the sense of awareness because yeah. just. I think it's more of a, a, a political thing to make it see. Let's look at we're wasting oh, money on, on Afghanistan, political. right? Like, yeah. I'm like I don't think it's a waste of money, and that's, right. that's, there's <laughs> plenty of other money being spent other places that probably shouldn't be. Like yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, spending's ridiculous. Like you can you can yeah. uh, nitpick all you it's want. Not spend,
0: it's not a It's not. It's not a uh, what spending. It's a spending issue, not an actual. It's a, yeah, it's a uh, where you're putting it. Yeah. Issue. Oh, yeah. We have the yeah. money. It's
1: just where you allocate it to. And yeah, for us, it's the military, which, you know, that's I understand. There's a lot it. of it. It's <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, and then so going along with that. So if we do, quote unquote, solve world hunger, what kind of food are we going to give these populations? Are we going to give for them high food? No. <laughs> so, yeah. Instead of dying of starvation, <laughs> they're going to die of heart disease. Like, but they'll die later. If yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's just something to think about. It is.
0: It, it's it's all these. Yeah, it's, it's more complicated. Yeah. It's way more yeah, complicated than all the virtue signaling that goes on. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, it could man. be better, definitely. I Yeah, I, I totally agree. But yeah, man, I mean, so it, it's funny. So it's like if we sum things up generally, if the majority of the population just ate less and avoided... Anything that had extra sugar added to it, they would. We'd probably see a. I, I would imagine we see a a Jurassic reduction in diabetes. Easily, like but, that 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 one especially.
1: Yeah, yeah, and hopefully that happens. But you know, projections now are. You know, I think by twenty thirty. Well, so that the, right now, yeah. what is it? Forty percent of the population is. Overweight or obese, or no, it's more. I think it's more. Yeah, obese. I think obese is 40%. Oh, overweight and obese is like 56% or something like that, which is it's you know mind boggling. And then I think by 2030, like I forget the number 60 million Americans, maybe I think it's 60 million are you know gonna have, I think at least two or three like chronic diseases. Oh my goodness, two or three.
0: Diabetes, you know, some types of cancers. Um, well, to, 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 to even go to give perspective, there's roughly 300 million people in the United States. Right, right. Yeah. And I so, think it was 60 million. One of the one one of the stats I read Might that have been was crazy 30. is that they say they estimate upwards of 100 million are diabetic or are going to like become diabetic. Pre-diabetes Pre-diabetes. yeah. It's like a damn near almost a third, over a third. It's well over a third. Totally believable. The entire population. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Scary. Yeah.
1: And everything that goes along with that.
0: The other thing I thought was crazy was they estimate only 3% of the population is metabolically healthy.
1: Yeah. I mean, how do they quantify?
0: 25. Um. Basically, they don't have the metabolic syndrome like issue. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. They exercise, yeah. have a certain amount of muscle tissue, um, BMI, yeah. and all these things. I wonder if our BMI would make us uh, ob- obese in, in that study. Yeah. <laughs> at least I, I, I know mine. I'm, I'm at 29. Yeah, I forget what I'm at. I'm pretty skinny <laughs> now.
1: So yeah, you're still probably I'm, I'm up there like 25 like 24 25 <laughs> at,
0: at, I'm, I'm i'm basically hovering around six feet and 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 it says i'm supposed to weigh 170 pounds wow yeah i'm like two i wonder what that is based
1: off of able, um, i mean it's got to be super old
0: it's an old i think it's data back from the 60s and 70s when people yeah. were legitimately smaller but obesity wasn't really a thing back then right, right at all yeah it's all of them that were kids then. Yeah. I think it,
1: did they just base it on like just how big the population was or like, I because if if don't we're remember do honestly,
0: now, oh. I would be
1: like underweight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause the, the, oh God, you're right. The
1: point would just be moved that far because yeah. everyone,
0: I don't think we should weighed, move it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone should be told how much visceral fat they have for one. Yeah.
1: And like regularly get their, you know labs done yeah to make sure
0: i don't know it's crazy though i know so many people in that know that their labs are terrible yeah and they're perfectly content with not doing well that's why you do don't it. it's like the silent killer right diabetes
1: oh, God, you don't yeah. feel anything until you go blind and oh. you get all these and then develop heart disease and which is that. like way you know late stage oh, diabetes God. but when you're 30 40 years old you know you're not really dealing with this
0: well there's, there's it's pretty wild like i read this uh report about how they've experienced the highest death tolls recently uh in in the last few years uh in the 30 30 and 40 year olds unrelated to covid oh and this is reported yeah. by the insurance companies and so that they they had
1: Oh, I think I read or heard something about that. I don't really
0: know what they're trying to imply, but I mean, yeah, I know what they're trying to imply. I I, I disagree, but
1: it's hard. (laughs) It's
0: really hard for me to make these
1: interpretations of like this massive, essentially epidemiology. Yeah.
0: You know, and even mm, epidemiology. I mean, it's a numbers game at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think one of the craziest things that I saw, especially after... Like, the, the craziest thing is that, I, that I've seen, period, is since, since uh, everything started pandemic-wise, was the increase in, in I, the average weight gain increases that happened over the last two years. Oh, yeah, dude. People are stuck at home. There, there was a couple where in my age demographic, specifically, the, the elder millennials, <laughs> or whatever they call it. I didn't even know I was a millennial. You're a millennial? I guess. Because I'm not 40. I'm like 38. So I'm like right on the cusp, 83, and I that, guess 82 is Gen. Huh.
1: What am I? I'm X. Gen.
0: Yeah, you were probably a millennial, millennial still. Yeah. You're I'm like 10 mean. years younger. I don't than have me. TikTok though,
1: so I do. What is that? Oh man.
0: Yeah. Well, I well, worked, then that makes you. I consulted uh, with them, so yeah. That's the only reason I got. It. I did. I did some uh, seminars for them, for their corporate, and then my buddy who got me the gig, he was like, "You should. Uh, you should probably check it out," you know. <laughs> Now I'm fucking addicted, you <laughs> yeah. know. Like it's pretty entertaining. Right. And I really could keep telling myself, "Don't watch this yeah. shit." Where the fuck am I on my it, phone? Like, oh, dude. Like two hours have gone. Oh no, no. So I have limiters <laughs> set on my phone that let me know if I go over twenty minutes, dude. And then you just knock it out of the way. And yeah, I just out. say, "Screw you! Don't tell me what <laughs> yeah. to do." No, nah. no. I legitimately think like I wasted that much time today. Like I am a piece of crap. You know. no, like, <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Well, sometimes, but <laughs> it happens. Yeah. But yeah, dude, um, we've been talking for a while. Yeah, how long has it been? Uh, hour twenty. Wow, long enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think spot. people we've lost yeah. everybody already. <laughs> no, nah, but you know, I'll probably we'll, we'll get you back on when you're when you're officially a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you uh, Are you Did you figure out what you're specializing in already?
1: Yeah. So uh, I apply applied to uh, internal medicine. Nice. Which is sort of like general medicine. Yeah. And then I'm interested after, you know, completing that training and doing um, possibly cardiology. Um, nice. You know, maybe not, maybe just sticking with sort of primary care type well, stuff. So I'm, I'm we'll on see. That.
0: I'm going to need a primary. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, dude, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, you know? I know we, we, we know. like we're all over the place with <laughs> topics, but I, 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 I hope people found some of it yeah, interesting. Yeah, hopefully your listeners.